Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, come to another very exciting Right in the Nerds episode. We're here on our one year anniversary. And Woo! You hear my cohorts here, guys. We have, uh, we're going to come to you guys with an exciting, hopefully exciting, uh, rendition of One Division. Um, I had a rundown of it. Yeah, not to mention, it kind of comes full circle for this podcast, really. Our first episode was our speculation, rampant speculation on Phase 4, and now here it is a year later with the start of Phase 4 that got pushed back thanks to the COVID and all the shenanigans of 2020. <laughs> and before we continue on, I want to introduce myself as Ray BG and my two other cohort, cohorts. Cody. And Kegger. Alright guys, let's get this going. Oh, uh, where do we start? Wanda Maximov. Right. Is a survivor of Sokovia. Uh, Pretty much a survivor her entire life. Yeah, yes. like she is just straight up, especially after watching uh, previously on episode 8 of WandaVision, you really uh, find out she's led a shit life. She is the... I, I know I said this during, when we talked about Battlestar, but she's the Admiral yes. Adama of the MCU. Oh, God, yes. Just keep shitting on her, <laughs> and you've got all the fodder you need. <laughs> there you go. And, and and I love One Division. The way they've done this this show has been awesome. They start you off in, like, the past. They start you off in the past, and her memory past. Then they bring you forward to the present, and then they go back at the end, well, with the latest episode. The penultimate to her childhood. episode. So, what was that? The penultimate episode. Yeah, the penultimate. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, I love the way that Disney and Marvel has has been showrunning this. It is awesome. I was not expecting this show, no. and it's Disney Strikes Again. Because I mean, remember, we did the Mandalorian early on. Right? Yeah, we did. Um, and it was shortly after Disney Plus released. Yep. And we were just amazed on how good it was, and we didn't think like. I didn't, you know. I knew. I know Disney puts out good shit. Fuck, Pixar makes me cry every goddamn movie. Uh, so I wasn't expecting. I was expecting this show to be okay. I was expecting WandaVision just to be kind of like a, oh, that's kind of fun, you know. Let's do this. I wasn't expecting to every fucking Friday, just immediately hitting the interwebs and TikTok and looking at fan theories and what other people thought. Like, it is just immediately, as soon as the episode ends, it is a waiting game until the next episode. Yes. Like, it, I wasn't expecting that from this series. Yeah. It is, it, I just can't believe it. Like, For me, it, I, I really looked forward to it because I, I wanted to see how Phase 4 would be kicked off. Right. But then it became very clear that it was going to turn into... A case study on loss and grief, and I'm like, oh, oh yeah. fuck yes, like let's dive into this a lot more because it was the reason why I love the first half of Endgame. Right. The first half of Endgame focused on, you know, this is how much the world sucks because of what happened. Right. You we know, lost. Like, this is the aftermath. Yeah. And I gotta give I gotta give Disney credit too because they took a strategy. Um, that was used like in the '70s when you had all those like Cleopatra. Oh yeah. Um, TV shows, um, ISIS. They mm. took a thirty-minute show, a thirty to thirty-five-minute um, viewing, and just made it a guess who, guess what for the next issue, or 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 they took it to like an area where it was like, man, I really, I really wish this was an hour long, you know. Right. So I, I really appreciate that from Disney with this One Division. Is they they found that formula again and it works. What get me? What got me was <clears throat> I didn't see it immediately when it started coming out. Um, 
it took a little bit. It was RBG's birthday when I finally caught, got, got to the first four episodes, which was all that was out at the time. So it took about a month for me to actually get there. Um, shit, where was I going with that? Uh, <laughs> this, oddly enough... Oh, I remember now. Yeah, okay, well, no, go for it. Uh, well, no, people that had seen it the first couple of episodes, because as you know, it's not until episode four where you kind of get a sense of what actually is going on. Yes. The first three episodes are basically purely sitcom yes. remakes. They're getting used to the characters. Yeah. So what got me was people that I would talk to would ask me, have you seen it yet? No, don't tell me nothing. I don't want to know. I'm, I want to wait. And I, I was hearing things like, well, it's a little overacted. It's a little too much. And I'm just like, well, yeah, like... Have you seen shit from that, those eras? That shit's really melodramatic and right. really right. overacted. I mean, that's the fine subtlety of acting didn't get the, to where it is now, yeah. where people take themselves way too fucking seriously. I mean, until now, like yeah, watch that. Watch that opening credits of Dick Van Dyke. Even that fall over the ottoman is extremely overacted. Overact, yeah. yeah, I mean, he basically kind of tucks and roll. It's very you know calculated. He's right. If I were to trip over an ottoman like that, I'm hitting my face on the floor, whereas he goes directly into a roll right. and comes back up like nothing happened. Right. Um, and after watching it for myself, I thought it was spot on. I was like, this is amazing. This is, ex I mean, this is like I was... And what's funny is, as the episodes go, and I'm like, oh, this is very much Dick Van Dyke. And I'm like, look, the, the whole set's Dick Van Dyke. I was telling... I was telling Randy when we were watching it together, I was like, look, this is definitely Dead Van Dyke. And then we get to the next one. Oh, this is Bewitched. Look, yeah. this is yeah. definitely it Bewitched. And then the next yeah. one, which was in the 70s, was the Brady Bunch. I was like, look, that's definitely the Brady Bunch house. Or at least as close as they could get to it. Yeah. Uh, and then you finally get to episode eight, where she kind of goes back as a child, and her father was a door-to-door -door salesman selling DVDs of sitcoms. And you see Dick Van Dyke, <laughs> Bewitched, uh, Malcolm in the Middle, which is another, which yes. is the 90s series. Um, you see all of these things and you're like, ha, nailed it. And it's and funny though, you mentioned DVDs because I was talking, talking to my significant other and um, she was like, you know what, it would have felt a little bit better if they would have been VHSs instead of DVD. But I was like, hey, it's, yeah, you know. I mean, when did, when did Ultron <laughs> come out? Ultron came out in... It was 2010. Hold on. I can Because I'm pretty sure it's still queued up if I just turn the... Uh, <coughs> yeah, it'll yeah. probably pop up right up on uh, Disney+. Plus. It, it always... Age of Ultron always pops up after each episode. Like at the it end does. of episode of WandaVision. It does. And it, part of me is like, is this Disney's clever way of dropping... 15. It's 2015. 2015, okay. Is it weird? So, like, it seems like it was longer than that. Say... Wanda and Pietro are 2020 mm -hmm. in that. You go back 10 years and that's still only 2005 so yeah, it would be DVDs. Yeah, it you would know? Yeah. Even go back 5 years after that. Yeah, VHSs are around but DVDs are starting right. to get bigger. So, I don't know. You, Your wife yeah. might be onto something about right. that. It should have probably been VHSs. Doesn't really matter because Malcolm in the Middle, you can't. That's that's totally in the DVD era. Yeah, that so. is a DVD era. <laughs> yeah. Yes. No. Maybe. I don't know. But I mean, I mean, it's just something she brought up, and and, and I was like, eh, you know, it, it still works. Ninety five. 
95 works because that's the in the last episode it shows I think it said 1995 so did it okay I think it does which yeah I mean it uh, the fact that she is trying to cope with trauma by reliving relics that were the only thing that gave her comfort during trauma is horribly sad in and of itself like right. it's it's a coping mechanism and it's how people legitimately go through it but it's it's just heartbreaking to find it out right like episode 8 was nothing but just a little punch just like throat punch essentially like it just kind of takes your breath away for a little bit and I mean that line vision's line what is grief if not love enduring oh my god that was just like it grabs your heart and just squeezes it's like (laughs) right and it just had to be vision that said it right you know the most non-human human you know right he stumbled on like you said we were watching it uh you know, watching it earlier, and it's like you said, he accidentally stumbled onto something very human. Yeah. Yeah. And it was because it was also his awkwardness whenever he wasn't sure if he should be laughing was also, and his dealing with Wanda of like not knowing how to talk to a girl, like he was quite literally going through adolescence. Right, just right like, then and there. Uh, so, you know, it, it's. There were a lot of fan theories, and we're to this point. We're at the penultimate episode. We've got a bigger picture. We we still don't know everything. There are still a lot of unanswered questions. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, they they process a lot of things in all these episodes, and this this episode helped helped you clear up a lot of those. But there, like you said, there are a ton of things. Like I'm still trying to figure out Pietro. Yeah, Pietro. Like Pietro, we don't know. Because even Agatha said, uh, I didn't do that. Uh, Fiectro, I think. Fiectro or something right. like that. Yeah. That she called him. She goes, I didn't do that. I just possessed his eyes and ears to get information. Right. Yeah. We still don't know if he's the fox or not. Right. We don't know what he is. Um, he obviously does have some type of speed power. Yeah. He's got, and then even speed. Right. The son. Uh, was it Tommy? Tommy. Yeah. Billy's the Wicked. Um, even Tommy being speed has the same speed power yes. it's, it looks the same Yes. so <clears throat> we don't know we have no idea if Pietro is is the fox uh, speed uh, Quicksilver or what we don't know what he is and then that theory of especially with the hairstyle maybe he is Mephisto you know we don't know but if that, you know, in the big reveal with it was Agatha all along, right? it wasn't. It, no. it's The funny thing is it's clearly not. And if there is any character, like, I... If there's any character who is the big bad of this series... Hayward. It's Hayward. Yeah, it's absolutely Hayward. Like, clearly seeing what kind of douche lord he is throughout the series so far, it is obvious he's been manipulating a lot of these events. He straight lied about Wanda stealing Vision. Yeah. Um, we saw that firsthand, because when we first saw it and saw the clips, I was like, something's not adding... My brain went, something's not adding up here. Right. And he this, called her terrorist, too, when obviously she went in there and they allowed her into the facility. She just go in and destroy the yeah, facility. Yeah, he facility doctored the footage, yeah. cut the footage to make it look like she just straight up attacked the building right. and took Vision. We find out she didn't take vision at all. Nope. She conjured a new vision. Completely. 
with her own powers. Yeah. I mean, after definitely mental and emotional breakdown. We were a little torn between whether it's her own powers or not because we did see the, 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 the energy from the Mind Stone. It was definitely yellow like yes. the Mind Stone. Yeah, so, hmm. <laughs> I mean, is her exposure to the Mind Stone, though, does it... I mean, I, I feel like she has those powers in and of itself, too. Like, well, she's just part of creation, so she messed the mind. And if she was create, like, if she has the power of creation, then technically she can really just—I mean, it's definitely her power. She like, does, but she does it because one of the things, and I, when I saw the video and they said that she stole Vision, one of the things I had a problem with that made me go, I don't think she did, was when Vision left the hex and he started falling apart. Yep. I was like, if she had him, he wouldn't fall apart. Why is he disintegrating? Because he's real. The only way that would happen, like he's a you type tangible is what I meant. Like he's ah. he was a created he was a thing before a character before the hex. Right. And if she stole his body, some part of him would still be yes. real. And that's he what wouldn't I be that dissolving like he was. Exactly. So that whole scene, I went, there's something else going on here right. entirely. Totally agree with you on that, yes. I saw that too, and I, I was like, yeah, that's no way, because at least every machine part's falling off into the real world. Right, right? like him. But he's being pulled back into the reality. So, I knew right then and there, there was something funky going on. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> My brain just did something stupid. What? I, I was just thinking when you... I got total eclipse of the heart in my head with every now and then I fall apart. Oh, and then God. at the end of episode eight, we get bright eyes vision. <laughs> <laughs> so, turn around, bright eyes. Oh, <laughs> yep. And he right. is looking kind of rather evil. Right. So, I mean, he did need to turn around to get back into the hex. Right. He should have. But yeah, that's that's how stupid my brain just went for a little bit. So. Ah, it happens. It happens. I mean, comic books in and, in and of themselves are very convoluted. I mean, I was telling you guys earlier about the the long shot, the man with a circular family tree, yes. where he was created from a clone of his son who was time displaced. Right. So yeah. like. He is his own father. father. Well, <laughs> at least this isn't the ultimate universe with Pietro and Wanda. <coughs> oh, that's true. The, yeah, the weird incestuous relationship they had over there. Yeah, the pre-Cersei and Jamie, Cersei and Jamie. Right, like, it's... I, we kind of do have a little bit of the ultimate universe. And we've talked a little bit about it, I think, on here and then in, you know, yeah. in our group discussions and and in person where Nick Fury is definitely the Nick Fury of the Ultimate Universe uh, our Tom Holland Peter Parker is just whitewashed Miles Morales from the Ultimate Universe um, it, it's we definitely have aspects of it I just don't want that yeah. part no. <laughs> like no. Ultimatum and, and you can ask I don't know how you did you ever read Ultimatum well, you never read it if you ask people that read it, they either absolutely loved it or absolutely hated it. There's no in between. You know how you can tell. I'm erring on the, after as I was re, as I'm reading it. I'm erring on the side of I absolutely hate it. I, to be honest, didn't even know about the Council of, of Reads until recently. So, uh, did I bring that up to you? Uh, I read it. Okay, you did mention it, but I did read it. Okay, yeah, the Council of Reads. Yeah. Oh, fucking. 
hate that guy. Every everybody should hate Reed Richards. <laughs> I just Reed Richards is not a good man, with the exception of Ian Holm, not Ian Holmes. Ian uh, Ian Ewan Druford Gruff. Gruffin. 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 Yeah. Who played him in the movie? Yeah. His Reed Richards in the Fox, campy Fox, two Fox movies was fantastic. He lived up to Mr. Uh, Fantastic. Um, He was likable. Yeah. He was uh, kind of a genius dumbass. Yep. And that's not Reed Richards at all. No. Reed Richards is very cold, very calculating, and will not. Huge dick. Huge dick. Um, comes to find out that the the power cosmic that gave them their abilities is killing them and just didn't tell anybody. Huh. Um, yeah. He's used all kinds yeah. of tech to suppress his son's X genes, yeah. which to up to this point where now it's retconned again where Franklin's not. He just said he for, is kind of like Gwynpool. Yeah, for what reason other than the fact that Reed Richards hates mutants? Yes, Reed Richards is a racist against mutants. Uh, he's a woman, uh, not a woman, a woman beater. Um, I've actually seen many panels of him slapping the shit out of Sue. Yeah. Um, and I was really kind of glad that it wasn't Reed Richards. That was the astrophysicist, whatever that Rambo, I Monica mean, Rambo, was a friend with. Right. Like, because we never did get that answer. Just a guy. You yeah. know, it's just a guy who gives a shit. But I was really glad it wasn't Reed, despite the fact I know everybody wants the Fantastic Four, and I want a new Fantastic Four. I thought we're, we are be, getting one. I thought it was going to be um, it's the, the very, blue guy. It's um, the very tail end of Phase Four, but yeah, we're getting it. I thought it was going to be um, the guy who has um, antimatter powers. Um, the blue, um, oh, I can't think of his last name. But anyways, he has a power. Anything that's dealing with antimatter, he has. Blue, oh, 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 I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Um, they did him dirty in the comics. They have done him dirty. They, when they found out that he was black, they made him quit being a superhero. Yes, they did. That was so funny. The government did this. The government made him stop being a superhero when they found out he was a black man. Yeah. Um, fuck that. That's wow. Stu- yeah. He's, That's... Uh, no, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was in some kind of huge fight. His mask gets torn, and you can see that he's a black man, yeah. and the army surrounds him and asks him to power down and never be a superhero again. Yeah. Yeah, what the fuck, right? It's... You just saved the world. <laughs> Can you please stop this forever? Right. What kind of sense does that make? No, they were, they were no about a, a race war. According to the comics, that's what they put in the comics. They were about a race war. Yeah. If, if white people saw a black man in a superhero, even at that, how many superheroes were... are white? You clearly got the advantage. <laughs> we whitewashed Spider-Man. Or we whitewashed the best Spider-Man, now, Miles Morales. I will say this: if it did come down to that, and they're was it written in South Africa? What the fuck? Like, no, during apartheid? Well. Because this doesn't make sense. No. Like, that's the thing that's pissing me off. Okay. Like, we'll talk about that, more later. Is it the blue say, icon? If that's the case, by the way. I know what you're talking about. I, I just know. saw, like, a bunch of videos on him. It's driving me fucking Because mad. if that's the case, then, you know. He actually helped Monica it, Rambeau. I know. They had come, a romance. Yeah. If it does come down to that kind of war, Storm is going to win it for uh, mutants in general. And I, uh, I have a little just tangent about Storm. We just had Black History Month, right? Yeah. I, you guys know I play the fuck out of Marvel Strike Force, right? Yep. Who do you think would be a prominent character for Black History Month in Marvel Strike Force? She's in the game. Well, yeah. You It'd think, be Storm. Right? She got fucked. What? No. Should they didn't do anything special with Storm. Yeah, I don't give her a they, they did Falcon. They she did, is a goddess. They did Falcon. They did uh, M'Baku. 
Okay. Um, uh, Bishop, they just introduced Bishop. Blue Marvel. That's Blue Marvel. God okay. damn it. Marvel. Mm. Yeah, exactly. The Blue Marvel. Super powerful, awesome guy. Um, and in fact, he's just now starting to come back around. He's he's as powerful as Reed Richards. Wait, so as long as it's still with antimatter. Just let me just let me throw something out here since we just said Blue Marvel. Blue Marvel. Franklin Richards, not Reed. Miss Marvel. Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. You think Marvel's a little uh, full of themselves? <laughs> no, I just think they suck at naming. <laughs> well, you got to think. I mean, okay, let's just be honest. Spider-Man's not particularly clever, but it's on. Everybody likes it's to throw on. this out that, you know, Captain Marvel isn't the original Captain Marvel. No. And Shazam now is the original Captain Marvel. But the right. guy that created Marvel Comics, Shazam was his first comic. Or yes. Captain yeah. Marvel was his first comic. Yes. And Stan Lee is the one that said you should name it Marvel Comics after your first character. Yes. So... So, yeah, and yep, that's why it's Shazam now instead of Captain Marvel and well, what no, we have. Technically, it's, it's still Captain Marvel. Yeah, he's still next, technically. He's, got like three more he's, years. he's still technically Captain Marvel, but <laughs> three, they named him Shazam. Three more yeah. years on that lease, name lease. <laughs> every, like you said, every five, like, years. every five years. <laughs> I just, you know what, like. For the, fact, for the fact of the matter that Shazam was a huge hit. You're never going to see Captain Marvel on that again. True. Mm-mm. Because no. the movie was a hit, and yeah. it was a good movie. Like, Not to mention... Let's be legit. Um, Zachary Levi oh, almost quit acting John Stewart? until he got that role. He, got, he was going to quit acting and go just have a Joe job, and he got the call to be Shazam, and that saved his movie career, his acting career. <clears throat> I mean, it was pretty awesome. I mean, Chuck. He's Chuck. Right, like he was already in a nerd show. Like, give oh. it to him. He now he's been in both Marvel and DC. That's right. He was Fandral. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, he was supposed to originally be Fandral, and there was a time. There was a uh, yeah uh, timing uh, conflict, so they got the guy from uh, Once Upon a Time to do it. And then when they went to go do the next Thor movie, that guy had a scheduling conflict, so they got Zachary Levi to do it. I just looked up his real name. I, for some reason, John Stewart was in my head, but I was like, no. No, no, right. you're yeah. thinking of Green Lantern. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean. Adam Brashear, yeah. that's Because uh, he's not only is he black, he's also a Muslim. Yeah. And that freaked okay. the fuck people out. You know, it's like, fuck you. So, I've had so many good, like, I don't get it. I don't either. My imaginary friend's Even, better than your imaginary okay. friend. <laughs> I mean, let's just, let's just not throw it out there, the fact that Marvel hasn't always been at the forefront of depicting race relations incredibly. But it has. I mean, it has and it has I mean, Stan he, Lee really rode, like, he was really on the he, side of was, civil but can, rights. But can you tell me what Mbaku's original name was? Nope. Yeah, see? I can't. No, you can't. <laughs> that's, of course, that's I, didn't know, I didn't know Mbaku until Black Panther movies. Exactly. So, <laughs> and I just like saying it because it took me forever to say to pronounce the M before the Baku, the Baku, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, like, just in case, I'm not going to say it either. If you guys want to look up what Baku's uh, original character name was, feel free, because it is definitely not a great thing. <laughs> I do have something from after the show for you guys. I'm pretty sure it's Google 1992 Space Movie. Okay. 
Just Google 19... I think yeah, it's 1992 okay. Space Movie. Okay. I kind of want to see the look on your faces when you do it. Because when I did it, I went, what the fuck? <laughs> like, so guys, that's our that's our first tangent of the night. The right. Marvel there, and it won't be the last one. <laughs> no, as I said, if you guys follow me on TikTok, you know, and I've got some of my shit's gotten good numbers. Is it? Did, is it the right thing? Man, that's messed yes, up. Yes, it is. It is 1992 <laughs> space movie. Up, Isn't man. that fucked up? <laughs> I'm not gonna say it. I'm not saying what it, the name is. If you want to yeah, know it, yeah, Google it. Up. I'm not going to say it. But what the fuck? I don't understand. Google needs <laughs> to wipe that shit out from their algorithm. <laughs> <laughs> they need to do that right away. See, now I'm curious. How is that? Yeah, I, was too. I was like, what the fuck is this? Wait, the director is a guy by the name of Master Fat Man. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Okay, I gotta, I'm looking this motherfucker up now. I'm half wondering if it's some kind of weird porn. <laughs> I feel like it has to be. <laughs> Wait, I'm not again. I'm not saying the name of it on okay, on air. What? Fuck that. I'm not catching take a, that. Take flag. a look at that. Dude. I thought the, the description. The description is ridiculous. Is it supposed to be a straight up movie? It's a short. Is it yeah. okay? 1992. Google for the fan out there. Google 1992 space movie. It's fucked up. A Danish media personality and creative including comedian, taxi driver, performer, disc jockey, host, musician, singer, filmmaker, actor, and benefactor. That's Jesus fuck! How many things do you need in front of your name? He just had to make sure he had a resume longer than Tony Stark's when he starts rattling shit off at the beginning of Avengers. Genius billionaire playboy for the <laughs> Writer, director, comedian, cab driver, DJ, disc jockey. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. That just hit me when we were talking about Google. It was just like Google 1992 space movie. What the fuck? Though? Oh, I were you expecting that? No. <laughs> I was. That would have been. The photos is racist within itself. I'm not. I'm I can 100% say for a fact that my mind would have never. Come, it wasn't even on the list. Nope. It's not the nope. bottom of the list. It's just not on the fucking. Wasn't list. even a forethought. Like it was this never is, even gonna pop into your head. This is like an exploitation <laughs> game after exploitation's ended. Oh God. Anyway, I'm sorry. I derailed us so badly with that. Oh, I had to share that with the two of you. I mean, you got fuck. a 6 out of 10 on IMDb. What the fuck? Oh, wow. And it was directed by a guy named Master Fat Man. Come on. <laughs> you can't get oh, more on goodness. the nose with a name like that. I'm not saying the title. I swear to God, none of us are. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to Google it if you want to see it. What the entire fuck is going on? I don't know, and I didn't mean to derail us this bad, but (laughs) it just popped into my head, and I had to share it. If I had to see it, y'all did too. (laughs) Have you ever looked down to see if people also search for? Yeah, I've done that. No. Okay, I'm sorry, but look at the. None of these fit. No. No. The Watch. Alien Resurrection. Paul. Paul. Paul is great. It's one of my I mean, favorite movies. Yeah. Um, black, like, just because it... Okay. Thank you for sharing that. I don't... I, so, Monica Rambeau... Everything tastes like copper now. Right? Oh. I derailed this so bad and I did not mean to. Um, uh, wow. No, it's Mike. Uh, so... 
I'm really happy with the way Monica's going. Yes, Monica is though. the voice of fucking reason during all of this madness. I'm just glad Marvel's trying to put some respect on that name. Some respect on her name. I mean, I've been respecting her since she showed up, you know, post-snap, post-second snap. Right. Um, I don't like the, the xenophobia-esque feel of five years later. Like, it did make, like, especially the protocol S.W.O.R.D. was talking about, it seems like they basically took the mute or the uh, the meta human registration act and went forward with it without anybody's consent but it made sense though because you got to look earth I'm sorry New York has been attacked t- a dozen times a whole country was ripped in half by a freaking synthoid um what else has transpired during this time you had um, heroes come through and wreck- it's kind of like what vision said yeah the Avengers were the answer to this weird shit happening. And yet, since the Avengers, shit happens more and more. Yeah, as, as he put it, challenge invites challenge. Right, challenge. Yeah. That's what I was looking for. I was trying to think of the, that. Challenge invites challenge. So, and it's kind of like Dragon Ball Z, where it's like, how many the most powerful beings in the universe can Goku fight before there aren't any more and he's the most powerful being in the universe. Right. So like I think Dragon Ball uh, GT kind of answered that. Um, even though everybody hates Dragon Ball GT and honestly Dragon Ball GT sucked. It did. But yeah. <coughs> you know You gotta also understand humans just found out that they're not alone, to be honest. True. <laughs> right. We're still and the government fighting. is still trying to cover it up. <laughs> right. like, even though everybody's seen it. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> it's kinda like you know and I hate to relate these two things, but the attack on New York in the first Avengers was kind of like this world's 9-11. Yeah. Everybody saw it. I'm not saying that it's, you know, I'm not trying to diminish 9-11. I'm just saying in this world, it was on national TV as it was happening. You know, like, when I was, when 9-11 happened, I was in high school. I was coming out of standardized testing. Yeah looked up at the screen and monitors in one of the uh, study halls and was like, when did they start showing movies in study hall? And realized, oh my God, that's not a movie. This is news. Yeah. Somebody really blew up the World Trade Centers. Holy shit. So like, it's kind of like, that's kind of how I feel that these people see the attack on New York. See. You know, that was their Kennedy assassination moment. You know, where were you when Kennedy was assassinated? Where were you when 9-11 happened? Where were you at the Battle of New York? You know? Do you think that when Scarlet... Or, not Scarlet Witch. Whenever Black Widow released all of S.H.I.E.L.D.'s files at the end of uh, Winter Soldier, that they found out that S.H.I.E.L.D. tried to fucking nuke New York? Oh! I didn't even think about that! Oh, shit! Right? (laughs) Do you think they found that out? Because a whole bunch of people probably got real pissed off. The World Council tried to nuke New York. Yeah. I mean... Uh, Fury was starchly against that idea. Yeah, which led to... And when you say S.H.I.E.L.D., my mind goes to Fury. Yeah, which in... Can we admit one thing about that whole scene, though? When he took the first plane out on the runway, I'm like, that's pretty badass. But then when he pulled out his pistol and started looking down the runway at the other one, I'm like, what are you going to do? Right, yeah. What's a nine... Even if it's a 40 cal, what's that going to do against an actual jet? And (laughs) if it can do anything against an actual jet, you need better equipment. 
the only person that could do something with that 40 cal, because I'm, I'm pretty sure military is 40 cal. Uh, if you were going to do something with that 40 cal, you needed bullseye, hawkeye, or uh, a yeah. long shot. I was going to say, yeah, to hawkeye. Do it. You know, they would be able to, to do it. Hit the pilot. Right. Not, not even hit the pilot. They could just hit the weak point. You know, they could actually do something to the, sh the, the plane. Um, kind of like Karnak. Oh, yeah. humans. You know, you see the weak point. Uh, I do have a question for you, and it sort of relates to this, just in an Avengers kind of way. Okay. Hawkeye's a mutant? No. No. Hawkeye's just a regular person who just so happens to be a sharpshooter. Okay. You need to look up Hawkeye's a mutant because apparently Hawkeye's a mutant. They retconned that? Yeah, they had to be retconned. Either that or S.H.I.E.L.D. didn't release the files like they're supposed to. Um, so <laughs> you might want to look that up, but apparently Hawkeye is a mutant. Oh, you sure it's not his daughter? Because uh, his daughter is also a mutant. here and it's Clint. Okay. <laughs> Um, and that the the latest thing I've heard about that was from uh, TikToker Moose underscore zero. He's the one that's been saying shit. I haven't looked into it too much because I keep forgetting about it until this moment right now. Um, and now that this is on air, I'll hopefully have a reminder to look it up at some point because I'm bad <laughs> about like I need to look that up. What the fuck? And then I forget. Right. So, <clears throat> but I do love because. It's Wanda that that Hawkeye's talking to in Ultron, right? Yeah. Or is it Pietro? Uh, well, he he talks to Wanda. Because the big the big rally cry. Yeah, she. None of this one. makes sense. We're I'm we are fighting robots. That's, that's her. I have a bow and arrow. I'm none, sorry. None of this makes sense. We're but if it. you walk out, you're an Avenger. So yeah. unless there's some other resource I need to look at, the Hawkeye from six sixteen, which is prime prime Marvel Earth, he's human. He was trained by swordsman and trick shot, inspired to fight crime after witnessing Iron Man in the action. That's what it says about the 616 version. Now these other multiversal versions, maybe they are mutants, but according to, this is from Marvel Database, he's human. So unless they retconned it somewhere lately, so, and they haven't updated this database, he's human. <laughs> Alright. So, well Moose and I have a discussion. It's possible. <laughs> so, because you know what all these retcons they've been doing. I know. But you know. So swinging it back around, I guess Hawkeye's rallying cry where she becomes an Avenger, though, is basically the beginning of her... Heroic. Well, her redemption arc, basically. Yeah, but also what leads into... WandaVision. Yeah, the trauma. Mm -hmm. that Part of the trauma that leads to WandaVision. Obviously, her life, you see episode 8, it, it was filled. It was, it was fine. She, she had enough trauma before that. Right. Um, yeah. So, so also in episode 8, and this is where we get into the debate, mutant or metahuman? Yeah. I don't know if we can call them metahumans because that's a definitely a DC thing. Um, maybe miracles? Would that miracles? Sound, would that sound um, right? Oh, wait. No? Another M word that you can't say mutant, so let's go miracle. But now that we bought Fox, it's back on the table. Right. Okay, I see what you're saying. That was yeah. at the yeah. Okay. Yeah. Miracles. Um, that was at the end of Civil War. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, Winter when, Soldier. Was it Winter Soldier? Yep. Okay. Oh yeah, Civil War because which was in Civil War. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it was Winter Soldier. Yeah. Where we first see Pietro and Wanda right. in the cells, and Wanda looking very much like Enchantress from uh, yeah. from uh, 
Suicide Squad. Yep. Yep. Like very twitchy, very like, whoa, she looks kind of wicked. All right. Um, huh. All right. Moose. You and I have discussions. <laughs> because, because Age of Ultron is when uh, Pietro dies. Yes. And not only that, like... Well, see, that's the thing. We get... I'm going to call him Peter. Because he's Peter in the X-Men movies. Mm. Peter Maximoff. Right. Um, they just straight call him Peter, which is also fucking because it's it's also Pietro Romanov. Or Pietro... What's Colossus' name? Pietro... They end up calling him just straight up fucking Peter. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's not Rasputin. It's uh, I had it, and I lost it. But anyway, I'm gonna call him Peter. He knows things he shouldn't. Right. All right. Even Wanda says, in when they're talking and trying to remember, she's testing him. She's like, "That's not exactly how I remember it." Um, but when we catch up with Peter in Days of Futures Past, he's a teenager in America. We don't ever see his sister. No, it's Peter Rasputin. For Is it office. Rasputin? Yep. Okay, I wasn't right. sure it was yeah. Rasputin. I was bucking against that because Rasputin's, you know, right. notorious. Whereas, yeah, you know, so, there's no purer soul on the planet than Peter Rasputin. I mean, he right. is just... He is... If we right. were to actually take Clark Kent and put him in Russia and but him give him the same morals that Ma and Pa Kent gave him, that's Pietro Rasputin. And you, you forget one other ingredient. Uh, interesting. Yes. Sorry, you make him interesting. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So anybody but he's who likes, a good man. Anybody who likes Superman out there, uh, I don't apologize. He's white bread. Like, uh, well, he's he not an interesting character. Um, and in, I'm going to say this, despite oh, the fact goodness. that I have said bad things about Zack Schneider, not not that he's not... I don't respect him. I respect Zack Schneider. Yeah. The man makes more money in a day than I do in an entire year. Um, his take on Superman was good. Oh, it was incredible. Man of Steel was a good movie. It was. Um, and and it actually made uh, Superman interesting. Yeah, because it actually da- it actually upplayed the tragic element of Superman. Right. Which uh, made sense. You know, I've I've seen different iterations of Superman, you know, you can't say Superman and other publishers uh, even though Marvel got away with it has gotten away with it several times. They've right. even made mention of Kryptonite. But Again, there's been no canonical ending event in Marvel, so the Marvel DC battle mm-hmm. is con- canon. Yeah. So maybe some people still do remember that and the fight with Superman and the Kryptonite and all that. But I digress. Um, it's just interesting because Fox, Marvel getting Fox and finally putting to rest the rivalry between Fox and Marvel, which never should have happened. That should never have been a rivalry. Yeah, it, it was, was the same fucking hmm. publisher. Like, why it was a rivalry, I don't understand. Sony figured it out, and they still retain rights to Spider-Man. Yep. Like, why Fox was trying to use that big dick energy, and it <clears> turns <throat> out that they're actually eunuchs and folded. Which, 
<laughs> you know, um, and I've had problems with Fox in the past. Fox cancels everything. Fox with, has given us two of the worst space fart clouds in history. <laughs> Wait, what was the third one? The first Phoenix. Yes. X-Men, X-Men 3. Yes. Okay, no, it gave us the worst Phoenix, but that wasn't a far cloud. She just kind of had that from birth. Okay. But Wait, we I'm got talking, Galactus. I'm talking, yeah, Galactus Tornado Fingers, whatever the fuck yep. you want to call the it. The fart cloud. <laughs> yeah. And then Dark Phoenix. You know what? I'm going to give you a third one because the Fantastic Four cosmic fart cloud that gives them all their powers. Yeah. That it was a space, it was just a space... It was just a wafting fart that was traveling through space. (laughs) But I will stand by my saying that I love the fuck out of those first two Fantastic Four movies. No, I agree with that. I I loved them. I loved them. Their Doctor Doom was pretty solid. Oh, I love their Doctor Doom. Their Doctor Doom was very solid. The second one was the better version of Doom because he... um, he was clearly just trying to be a dick and being like, I got cosmic powers with this surfboard. I don't need this planet. Right. Like, like he was quite literally going to let the world in just so he could have fun. Right. I don't, I don't know. That Doom was great. Oh, yeah. Um, the, the, the sad thing about those movies is all of them were so good. Whereas in the comics, the only two Fantastic Four that I even give two shits about are Johnny and Ben. So, like, like yeah, honestly, you could lose Reed and Sue completely, and I would not care. Now, I, I do have to say that the Fox-Disney rivalry is probably going to give us one awesome thing. What? Multiverse crossover idea. Mm, to yeah. bring these elements into play. This is why we're getting all this well, multiverse shit I have a right theory. Now. I have a theory. With, well, they've already done that with, um, with Rambo. Yeah, your theory about her powers. Yes. Well, let's get into that. It makes perfect sense with the hex. Yes. But I mean, but and knowing that this leads into Doctor Strange too, the multiverse, and it's literally Doctor Strange too, the multiverse of madness. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that that's the reason why like eh, Pietro is probably Peter. Like so, it's you know. Yeah. So we know. I mean, the comic book legend. We know that Monica Rambeau got her powers by getting shot by a supervillain who was working on this experimental energy thing. But they can't. Of course, you can't do that in in, in the MCU. You have to come again because we already did that with it's, Captain Marvel. Exactly. So yep. now what they what I suspect the whole multiverse thing is uh, when you see Monica go into the um, vortex again after she's been told by. Darcy, who we all love. Darcy, that. Darcy Lewis, uh, yeah. Doctor Darcy Lewis is back. I am still in love. Oh my God, Cat Dennings, and I was yeah, kind Dennings. of upset that when she got into the hex, we didn't see her two broke girls character. Like I'm yeah, really kind of upset. They missed opportunity there, but I'm pretty sure it was a different studio. It was probably license, like NBC license or CBS or something. Um, because I know it wasn't on Fox. Because no. Fox would have canceled after canceled after the second yeah, season or the second episode. Because now we're now that we're um, getting into the whole multiverse aspect, and we find we're finding out what the differences are, which primarily was box office return, mm-hmm. right? But uh, there, it seems like Disney's trying to take the best elements from the previous universe, which is why we're getting Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool some more. Mm-hmm. And somehow it's still going to be Deadpool 3, but set within the MCU. Right, like, that's going to be fun. Right? Like, it's, it's going to be a fucking blast. 
Not to mention, we're going to have all the fourth wall breaking. We, Deadpool is definitely going to make mention to the fact that, oh, we're now with Fox. Or we're now with Marvel. Especially uh, especially if they bring Josh Brolin back, he's going to be like, you've been here before, right? <laughs> right. Just <laughs> well, I mean, he's already made the Thanos joke. Yeah. <laughs> Can it, Thanos! Grabs him by the face. Um, so, I mean... I can't wait. But, yeah, but... Back to Ray BG, though, because we're going to toss it back to you because your theory about Miss Rambo's powers was fucking spot on. So basically, um, well, we don't know if it's spot on, but damn, it's sound. Yeah, it's a it's, solid, it's solid, solid theory. So basically, Darcy told her, "Hey, your your blood work. The reason why it's all wonky is because you've been changed. Essentially, uh, every, since you've been in there your first two times, or did she say well, first, two? she went in and then was back pushed out, right? So that she passed through the barrier twice." twice. So that you since she since she had been in there twice, her her DNA and everything was changing had been changed from that, and so then when you see her going the um, last time, this third time, um, my theory is my theory is the reason why she got her became Spectrum is because it was the multiverses collapsing in on her, um, her different versions of her multiverse multiverse self was was combined into one person, and the reason why I say that is because when you, when, you, when she goes into there, you see all these different like. Wavelengths versions of her is her, but it's like all wavelengthy, and then suddenly, as she as she gets stronger, because she almost loses herself, she gets stronger, and she gets her her willpower back, and it combines into one Monica Rambeau, which is her. And during during this whole time, you see her get the spectral vision, and she's able to see things in spectrums. And then all of a sudden, it blinks out for a minute, and then when she goes completely through, she sees all vision. She has like multi she has like multi spectral vision. She sees everything. That so that's and my then. Theory. She goes immediately to Wanda's house yes. to tell to try to warn Wanda what Hayward's up to. Wanda has and her have kind of like Wanda gets pissy, right, and tries to throw her out. And Monica's basically like, uh, no. Yeah, yeah. Monica, <laughs> adapt, Monica adapts to her powers. She adapts to the energy. And Monica did. What else? Every one of them does it. Oh, the superhero landing. <laughs> This is with the Superman land. She did the superhero <laughs> landing. Um, that was all I could think of when it happened. I was like, superhero landing! She did the superhero landing! I'm going to call it the Daisy landing because um, Daisy and uh, Sword, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. did the same thing. Right. Yeah. They all do it. They all do it. Terrible on your knees. <laughs> yeah. Which, uh... She didn't do it once. She did it twice. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they use it so often that the first time I ever saw it on screen, I'm just like, that's impractical. Like, that, that was... <laughs> I mean, is, the first time I saw it on screen was in Matrix. Yeah. But, Neo like, did it. why would you already want to land with, like, if you have that much power and you don't have to do that, why are you wanting to land with, like, basically crushing your knee on the ground and putting yourself in a kneeling position to get your ass kicked? Unless you And everybody knows, ask a parkourer. Ask somebody that can do parkour. Yeah. You don't land like that. You roll. Yeah. All the, you don't want all that shock force to go yeah. in one spot. You want it no. to be spread out. You roll. And not only that... Impractical. <laughs> i got to say, the villains of all these things are incredibly patient people because if I was going to see somebody who was getting ready to challenge me to a fight do a landing like that, I'm going to go straight to catch that sucker between the laces I think the right only on the person, nose. The like, only villain in any kind of comic movie that wouldn't wait is the Joker from the Dark Knight. Yeah. Because as soon as Batman wrecked that bat cycle, yep. he was over there kicking shit out of him. Oh, yeah. It didn't give him a second to get up. He was over there kicking shit out of him. So, like, I feel like if 
That Joker would see an idiot superhero do that. He would be on him, beating the shit out of that hero immediately. <laughs> like, you know, in Injustice, that's probably how he drugs Superman. <laughs> as soon as he does that landing right in front of him, he's just like, nope. <laughs> and another reason why that, that, that theory about the multiverse thing I mentioned dealing with um, Monica Rambeau is important because, like we were saying earlier about Pietro, he could be Quicksilver, but just from the Fox universe. Mm-hmm. Because, as has also been mentioned, um, Agatha said, you know, that she didn't create him. Uh, she just used him to spy. Yep, she she did the crystalline possession to he for has, his eyes and his ears. And he has the same abilities as um, Speed. Um, one of um, one because he even sons. made mention Maximoff bloodline strikes again. Yep. So I mean, and Speed was the first one to manifest his got, power. And you got to understand too, in the Fox version, when we did have the Quicksilver, he mentioned his sister. You never saw his sister, but you did see his mom and. His mom had long hair, just like the chick does in, 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 in episode eight of One Division. It was the same color, so right. Hey. <laughs> Difference is that was nineteen sixty. Was it sixties? Yeah, because they were getting ready to watch the space yeah. launch. Yeah, as nineteen sixties uh, America. Yeah, but that wouldn't matter yeah. if it's a multiverse because those were, timelines don't necessarily matter. Have to match up, if yeah. you're trying to follow the timeline of Fox's X Men universe, good if you're trying happen. to follow the timeline of comics Exa- in general, no, yeah. because Xavier doesn't age over thirty years, right? <laughs> in the Fox continuity, he doesn't. He's James McAvoy for thirty years and is perpetually like thirty three until we get Patrick Stewart. Right. Well, yes, because that happened overnight. Literally at the year 2000, Y2K hit him, apparently, and no one else. He took the brunt for us and became Patrick Stewart. Which is fine. That's all with that. That's the I'm only... pretty sure James McAvoy is going to grow up to be Patrick Stewart. That's the only way I can figure to as goal. to how that right? works. Because First Class takes place in 1963. He's probably in his late 20s, considering... <clears> he just he finished, had... got his PhD. Yeah, he's in his late 20s then, most likely. Could possibly be early thirties. Could. Then you fast fast forward to what? Uh, Days of Future. No. Is this, because Richard Nixon is president, which is putting you closer to. Well, no, early seventies. Yeah. It's Days it has of, to be early seventies. Days of Future's Past started in the seventies. Yeah. And or then, no, yeah, it, that was in the seventies. And then Apocalypse, right? That was in the eighties. Okay, and then Dark Phoenix, which is clearly the fucking nineties. So, James McAvoy, uh, McAvoy he, or Stewart, these continuities are hard to keep up. With. He doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't age. No. Yet we know he will become Patrick Stewart because of Days of Future Past. True. Well, here's this: after Dark Knight's Death Metal, all continuities are canon. Yeah. Well, you come to find out that in Future State, the 1930s, 50s, 70s, 90s, and today's Batman are the same Batman. Who the fuck are the other ones? But somebody tells him, tells Bruce, that Bruce, that almost basically that he's in a comic. He's not going to age that he's going to stay at the peak of his physical form. And it's just like, well, yeah, because if he did age, I mean, fuck, 1939, <coughs> you know, I wasn't even, 
my parents weren't even gleams in their parents' eyes at that time. So, I mean, my grandparents were children then. Uh, or my great-grandparents. Uh, so... It, so, I mean, they kind of make mention that you're not going to... Once you're a comic book character, you're a comic book character. Yeah. So... So, I guess if we're merging the timelines... For one, uh, Peter... Mm. Sorry. Is going to have a lot of catching up to do. It's going to be an Austin Powers thing for him. <laughs> Right. Well, even then, I had to read. We up see on what Peter in the eighties and nineties. We see Peter in the seventies as a as a teenager. Yet we also see Peter in the nineties as a teenager. <laughs> like, oh, mutants, right? right they, uh, you know, what are you gonna do? They they don't age. Well, yeah, well no, no, no. Well, Peter isn't a mutant. He's well, Spider isn't a mutant; he's an enhanced human. No, Maximoff. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Talking we're talking. Spider-Man. I'm calling because no. I'm calling the Fox yeah, right, Quicksilver yeah. Peter. Sorry. Yes. And no. the Marvel Quicksilver Pietro. Yeah. Since that Quicksilver is from Sokovia, yeah, yeah. We don't know where the Fox one is from. He was just near DC when we find him when we right. first see him. Yeah, um, and that's the problem too, though, with with the lore, though, because technically, I mean, the the Marvel MCU is getting as convoluted as the Marvel universe proper. Yeah, that's what, and that's what I'm saying because technically, you could say that okay, hmm, they're not mutants after all because there is a line. Well, that was in during the, the f- big fight between Marvel and Fox. Yeah, well, I'm just saying you could say hi. They were they were captured by they were as young kids. Raised by a high evolutionary and given their power, like created by a high, high evolutionary. That's yeah. that's comic book canon, okay? Yeah, yeah. But then you can also say comic book canon also said at one point that yes, they are mutants. They're the the daughter and, and son of um, Magneto, which yeah. I hope that's still. I hope that's but you know. right. I want that to be the reason I want Peter to be quick actually be Quicksilver, is it gives the MCU their legit first mutant mm-hmm. because Peter is. Absolutely mutant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Pietro, mm, gray area. That's mm-hmm. more comic book canon, sort of. Eh. Um, Part of me was wondering if they were going to use the snap and the extreme duress from people trying to to uh, activate having, the X gene, having come back to activate the X gene, because that technically means three point five billion people mm-hmm. are eligible for it. But if they don't have that genetic marker. Then. That and the X gene doesn't always get activated, right? Because, like in the case of Deadpool, he had it, but his didn't get activated until under duress in the Weapon X program, right? And then they used Wolverine's DNA to enhance it. However, since we have a nexus now mm-hmm. with Wanda, that's the only one. When, the only well, we'll get into the when this here, hex. Get shut down. If that energy disperses, then technically, everybody in Westview might potentially be your first mutants. That's if, possible. If it's rewritten their DNA like it did Monica's, true. Then you could technically have that because we don't know. But if if what Rayshon said about um, Monica and how she got her powers turns out to be true, though, 
then anybody who passes through the hex would have to absorb multiverse versions of themselves, so it technically wouldn't really be a mutation so much as it would be you just took in Earth 735, who happened <laughs> to have powers, right. and got it there. But Do we know... Like the movie The One. <laughs> right? I right, mean, yeah. That's but, like such an underrated movie. I love yes. that movie. But if, if it's that same chaos power of creation, though, then technically she could be responsible as she had once in the comics deactivated all mutants, she could be responsible for creating Well, well if we're going to get into that, she also, before deactivating, also made mutants the dominant species on the planet. Yeah. So you're looking at 7 billion people, uh, you know, 80% of which are mutants. I'm going to even say 90% of which are mutants. To the end of that, where she gets mad at Daddy and goes, "You know what? <clears throat> no more mutants." And I'm pretty sure she snaps. She did. So the snap has been around yeah. for a minute. Like that's not that's not something new. Like that at the end of House and M, Wanda snaps, and there are 198 mutants left on the planet. They go from an emerging species to an endangered species instantly. So. And the whole reason I'm reading, because I was telling you guys I was reading Avengers vs. X-Men, at the end of that, the Phoenix Force, I know I don't know how it's going to happen, I just know, it's like somebody ruined the ending of it for me, but it's so long ago, because it came out in 2012. Um, but at the end of that, it reactivates the X, the X gene. The X gene popped back up. It remakes mutants, basically. So... so we're also getting Fantastic Four, though, in Phase 4. So technically, you could also have cosmic radiation that passes over the Earth and activates mutant X-genes or just affects people differently. I doubt they would do that, though, because that would be stupid because at that point, the Fantastic Four would be mutants, and they're not. Right. Not to um, mention Reed Richards is a racist to two mutants. Although that would be kind of funny just to have him have to eat that double-decker shit sandwich for himself. Oh, like, I hate Reed. The comic book Reed Richards is a horrible, horrible person. He should hate himself, so I mean, it would be fitting. I'm sorry, when an alternate reality, an alternate universe version of you who is legit, straight up a villain, is better person than you are, yeah. you are a dickhead. And he also has a big head. Yeah, yeah. right? Big head. And... Like let's just. Well, be I think it's that helmet that he, the maker, wears. Well, he has an egghead. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, let's just be honest. The man. whole, the whole gray thing there. Doctor Strange wears it better. Right, he does. Fuck you, Reed. Yep. <laughs> That's right. I'm gonna throw that out there. Dang, poor Reed Richards get no love here, guys. No, you not at that. all. <laughs> Reed Richards will never get love here, and as far as I'm concerned, Cyclops won't get love either. Oh goodness. Cyclops. Oh god, I hate Cyclops. Yeah, I've officially turned on Insaba Summers myself. So yeah. <laughs> When he became a fucking descendant of Apocalypse, that was just... I mean, there was no saving him. I hated Cyclops when the animated series came out. I don't know why. I never liked Cyclops. I was drawn more toward Gambit and Wolverine. Well, yeah. Yeah. So was I. I mean, Gambit won me over with, life don't get much better than this in the middle of a fight. I was just like, I like that dude. Not to mention, he's Cajun. I'm half Cajun. Right. And Holy fuck, course. it's a Cajun hero. <laughs> and, then, and he's a thief, so he's morally gray. Yes. <laughs> right. And then what won me over with Wolverine was when he has Gambit pinned down in the danger room. He's like, say, uncle. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah. 
you guys ever oh, watch the honest trailers for that? Yeah, it's just oh a Scott God. and Gene montage. <laughs> Scott, Gene, Scott, Gene, Scott, Gene. <laughs> it's like they they beat stereotypes with more stereotypes. <laughs> you know, you're right. You know what the thing is going to wind up pissing me off about WandaVision is, though? Is that it's basically part one. Of... Of Doctor Strange too, right? Yeah, that's is true. that I feel like next week I'm not gonna get any answers, but I and will, we're not even gonna get Doctor Strange too for a couple. I'm not. Of years. I'm not gonna get answers. I'm gonna get like dick punched with the biggest emotional punch the MCU's had since well, Guardians of the Galaxy. Because we don't know what's too. gonna happen. Well, I think I think I think um, it may be it may be a cliffhanger until until Doctor Strange too. But I think they're also explaining a lot of things that have happened in that snap period. Um, also, um, and they also explain um, what because you you hear nothing about Shield anymore because technically Shield has been disbanded. Well, yeah, that and, happened at the end of Winter Soldier, and and yeah. so now you have um, swords. Um, Sword, yeah, because I mean you can't, can't. I'm waiting. We're we're slowly getting there, and nobody. But I am waiting because we have not heard mention. We've had Spider Man in the MCU proper for we're going on the third movie comes out in December. It's going to be a Christmas movie, or well, not not a Christmas movie. Yeah, it comes but, out know, during it's that, Christmas. It's the holiday, the holiday push. movie. You know, like Wonder Woman was supposed to be last year. Uh, well, I mean, it wasn't supposed to be, but it is what it is, and I still haven't seen it. Okay, but <laughs> I've heard it's cheesy as fuck. But um, I mean, it fits. We have not heard, and I'm kind of happy with it, and I'm kind of sad with it because. They kind of did it too much in the first trilogy. They were starting to hint at it a little harder in the second Spider-Man movies. The um, the Amazing Spider-Mans. We haven't heard the name Norman Osborn pop up in Spider-Man yet. That's true. That's and surprising. we have a Secret Invasion <laughs> series with Nick Fury in it coming to Disney+. Plus. Okay. See, I... Do we all uh, know what happened at the end of Secret Invasion? Who came out looking like the Golden God Champion at the end of that was Norman Osborn. Yeah. And he was given Director of S.H.I.E.L.D. and turned it into Hammer. Okay. And I remember reading the comic, he was like, we're not S.H.I.E.L.D. anymore, we're Hammer. And he looks at somebody and points at him and goes, come up with an acronym that fits. <laughs> and he walks off. So he just wanted to name it Hammer. See, and I was getting to a portion of that, but I'll let you go ahead. Yeah, because this was my tinfoil hat theory for the end of WandaVision, because they keep teasing a bigger cameo. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering, Hayward, what is he? Mm -hmm. Like, clearly people knew him before, but... What if people, Al Pacino is Norman Osborn? That would be fucking great. Supposedly he had a meeting with Kevin Feige sometime last year, I think. Because he said he would like to be part of the MCU. And to that I say, hoo Right? But, no, because I'm wondering if somebody who is with S.W.O.R.D. right now... Possibly in a top leadership role is a scroll. I was gonna say you talk, you go to the scroll lane. Well, they like I said, Secret Invasion is a slated series for D Disney Plus. Yeah, and so, it's going to be that weird, funny guy, funny scroll that was playing Ben Mendelsohn. Ben Mendelsohn. Yeah, and Sam Jackson. It's going to be the two of them. So, so 
I so, didn't know there was a good guy scroll. So here's so the one thing. The one thing that I didn't, I was trying to bring up is also like you said, we haven't heard a mention of um, Hammer. But we also haven't heard a mention of Aim, and we already know that after Shield dispersed, majority we of have, we, have, we have we have Iron AIM. Man three, Iron Man three, advanced idea mechanics. Hold on, I'm kidding. What oh, I'm okay, saying okay. is. Okay, okay. We okay. all know that a majority of Hydra took over AIM. Did they? Yes. Uh. And so that's what I'm getting to. Um, we don't know what Hydra is. Could Hydra have invaded Sword already? And See, Hayward is. I remember you Falcon, and I talked about that. Yeah. Falcon Winter Soldier, Zemo, mm -hmm. is back. What if he takes over as one of the heads of Hydra? Mm -hmm. He went through and kind of dismantled the remaining ones anyway. We all know that he's going to have, I think it's the Flag Smashers? Okay. Uh, it's like a terrorist group who are trying to kill superheroes. Okay. Um, not, is it, it's not the Flag... Is it Flag Smashers? All I know is that'll be fucking diabolical. <laughs> <laughs> that too yeah I haven't seen that uh, yet I, the second season I I've seen the first three really, episodes I haven't seen I anything I really want to talk with you about that oh I can't wait Either, I mean I'm just bringing these up because also if we go with the mutant aim of this then Hayward could be the initiator to like people some people have already said um, the whole Sentinel yeah I also. saw that I mean, it's, it's, I've been it's seeing a, fan fan theories about that it's a ton of things that, that Hayward could be a hand in what sword itself could create you know mm. so we, I don't know I'm I don't know. We need a Boulevard Trask, though. Like Trask. Oh, dude, Trask. You can't have the Sentinels without the name Trask. Um, and I loved Peter Dinklage as Boulevard Trask. Like it was. I would have never casted him as that role, but he did it so well. I want to say I read somewhere where the um, X Men were told not to mess with anybody in Trask lineage for some reason. Uh, yeah, because Trask keeps making the things that destroy <laughs> mutants. So they're just like, just leave him the fuck alone. Exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> let's just not fuck with the Trask lineage and maybe they won't build shit that'll destroy us. Um, okay, yeah. I, sorry, when, whenever we mentioned AIM, I just had to look up MODOK real quick because yeah. part of me was just like, he wasn't an astrophysicist, right? Yeah. Like, that would have been... That, oh shit, I didn't even think of that. That would have been a hell of a cameo if they were yeah. going to throw that in. Quick, quick. Quick, try not to derail us. You ever hear of Brodock? <laughs> no. <laughs> but I imagine he wears a tilted visor, probably has a popped collar. That's uh. He was a villain. He was a villain for the West Coast Avengers. He has like he's like very brosive, oh, like he's God. very brosive, and he's just trying to create the best woman. Like, and you turn to yeah. find out the, like, the end of it, yeah. it's Modok in disguise. Oh my god. <laughs> it's so funny, dude. <laughs> Brodok, dude, look him up. Oh. It's awesome. What the fuck, Avengers? He's pretty much too, like. Man. Welcome to the Keanu Reeves School of Acting. It's kind of how oh, you feel. That's <laughs> exactly what it looks like. He comes to find out that, like, his whole backstory is Brodok is, uh, he's a, uh, did you see him? <laughs> You see a picture of <laughs> me? That's terrible. Yes, that's Brodock, dude. That's so good. Big head Fabio-looking motherfucker. <laughs> God. And that's Modok in disguise. 
That's like I don't know how he did that, but whatever. It was like what would happen if a Patrick Swayze point break bobblehead got made. No, yeah, that's exactly what the fuck. That's that what is. that looks like. I'm sorry, I had to bring up Brodock, dude. I had to bring him up. You no, said Modoc. I just you, started reading the thing about Brodock, and I was like, you I had ever to apologize for that? Oh god, but, it's so good. It's so good. Brodock, yes, oh, Brodock. Oh god, ah. Oh. I swear to God, if we ever get like a thousand downloads on a single episode, I will get a tattoo of Brodock on my chest. I yeah. said it here on Writing the Nerds. If we ever get a thousand downloads on a single episode, I will get a tattoo of Brodock on my chest. It would be funny if I did that. <laughs> and Cody puts in his phone, make sure we have that recorded. Oh, no, like, whenever whenever I post this on our Facebook page, I'm going to post that very specifically. If we get a thousand likes, or a thousand downloads on a single episode God of Right Hilarious, you will have a I will have tattoo. a Brodock tattoo on my chest. I will get it on my chest. Oh yeah, Brodock. Hater's <laughs> just gonna hate Avenger dudes. <laughs> that hurts my soul, but it's also amazing. <laughs> I yeah. So wow, no, because I part of the reason why I keep running through these cameos is because Paul Bettany, I think, in either one of the greatest Mister X of all time, or just being a teasing dick for the past eight weeks now. Mm -hmm. or seven because they released the first two episodes together but seven weeks just like oh there's a big cameo and I've wanted to work with this actor for a long time like like my whole life essentially and I'm sitting there thinking who the fuck is it because like if it's going to be a cameo it's going to be an actor that big it's got to be something huge and now that's why I keep like doing all these different ideas in my head because would would Paul Bettany want to work with Ben Mendelsohn I don't know. Probably not. But he said he shares scenes with whoever this big cameo is, so whatever it is, it has to be next week. Otherwise, we've already seen it. Right, and we nobody big like that has popped up yet. Like, nobody went, <gasps> you know, and they say it's a big actor. Yeah. And, and they say that it's supposed to be a big role. Like, it's supposed to be a Marvel character. Yeah. So... So watch it be David fucking Hasselhoff. Oh, it's <laughs> Nick Fury. It's Nick Fury, Fury from that fucking awful oh, movie. Goodness. <laughs> I'm gonna cry. You're gonna cry. I'm gonna cry. That was corny. We've I'm already had Hasselhoff in one Marvel movie. And then uh, the second, the second oh, Guardians the movie, he did and the then, song uh, and everything. Well, what was it? Because yeah, oh, I. God. Because I could see Bettany fucking trolling everybody the next day on Twitter. It was just like, it was more than a feeling. <laughs> just like, God damn it. <laughs> I, I feel like he would be the kind of person to do that. It was kind of like... Um, what was the What's the mom's name on the Brady Bunch? Is she still alive? Florence Henderson? Is she still alive? Uh, watch it. Like, if she's still remember. alive, watch it be like Florence that Henderson. That would be great. <laughs> or Dick Van Dyke. Oh God! They'd have to wheel him like they'd have to put him in an exoskeleton just to walk him. Right. I mean, I know he's still there. He did that uh, that the last movie they uh, that Robin was in. Night in the Museum. Uh, Night in the Museum Three, yeah. the Battle of the Smithsonian. Yeah. That was his last cameo that he did Damn. in public. So. So. Yeah, I mean, just watch it be somebody from one of those old sitcoms, though. I'd have been okay with that. Like, like what if it's Brian Cranston? Oh, that would be fucking. That great. would be dope. 
Brian Cranston's amazing. Especially if he gets to be like Nightmare or Mephisto. Oh, That'd he'd be, be great as Mephisto. Or yeah. even Nightmare. Yeah. Who would we cast as Brodock? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Gosh. I'm trying to think of who has that pretty boy. I would say Chris Hemsworth, but he's Thor. Right? Like, oh god, we'd have to do somebody else. Just picture him like, I'm Brodock, coming onto the scene. Just, yeah. <laughs> You did Australian really well. It's supposed to be one of the harder ones to do. Um, I'm sorry, Brodock just makes me smile. <laughs> I like Brodock uh, anyway. That's forever going to make me smile. I'll right. Just pull that picture up every now and then and be like, yeah. see, if you're having a bad day, just Google Brodock and yeah. it'll make you smile and you should have a better day. <laughs> so, what do you guys think about Agatha's power set there? That whole the purple, purple stuff. The, Demo- the, the purple Dormammu energy from her is driving me crazy because Agatha yeah. is not a bad guy. Right. Right. Well, and even the entire eighth episode, it was more of a, <clears throat> what the fuck is wrong? Let's get to the bottom. Let's, she, you know, it was very therapeutic. She mm-hmm. could have been corrupted, but at the same time, she's not full Dormammu because Dormammu gives you the weird mascara. The, yeah. what is her case? What? Mads, uh, Cass, yeah, Cass, Purple Tears Hannibal. Uh, right. Mads uh, Mickelson. Thank yeah. you. Couldn't, yeah. Maz Mickelson, and we said his name at dinner. Yeah. Cassian? Caecilius. 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 It takes me a little bit to remember. It almost feels Roman. I have to go through just. I have to give the physical descriptor of Purple Purple Tears Hannibal, and then it leads into the rest of it for me. It's very gentle. It's just the jump on point to get you there. What if Darmon was her father? She wouldn't necessarily have the purple. True. Mascara. I mean, her mom That's was true. definitely like the high witch. Yeah, you know, there. she's the witch queen or whatever of that covenant. Right. And I we do know say. that her, like, you guys know that it's her son that puts her to the stake. Yeah. yeah. And so Dormammu, like, at least with his followers and Doctor Strange, gave them like the perfect smoky eye look too. Right. Like they um, had that smoky eyeshadow look. Right. Very. It's very you know, vogue. Very in fashion. I, I just. Right. I mean, I, I personally just bring that up because of the fact that she said she her power set shares similarities to Dormammu. It's purple. Yeah. It absorbs. It can take life. Because obviously she was pulling them towards her, and that's what Dormammu did to his followers that hmm. that failed him. He would absorb yeah. them, and yeah. Well, like the whole Agatha, the, like the, even the whole damn song, it was Agatha all along. It yeah. really wasn't. No, because she even said in the eighth episode, and we are filming, we are recording this before the final. Yeah, you know that'll be next week. That'll be Friday. I'm gonna try and put this out tonight. <clears throat> oh, okay. Do we still have a backlog? Yes. Nice. It's death metal. It's the backlog currently. Okay, so that's the one we're behind. Yeah. Okay, cool. Anyway, we have a backlog. Yeah. <laughs> um, it wasn't. Like, the whole, like, that. the whole, it was Agatha all along. Uh, I kind of feel like that was Wanda spinning it. Because it's not. Like, it is definitely not Agatha. Because Agatha even said the whole reason she even went there is she... Sensed this magic yeah, and was like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah, yeah, she, she yeah. can taste it, and she was like, "Oh, I gotta go see what the hell this is." Right. So it's not, and we also got to see that Wanda's mental state is kind of like House of M, mm-hmm. which is one of the only things they're taking from the House of M is mm-hmm. her mental state. Um, and then, have you seen that Vision comic, The Visions, where it's very much this? But it's all, they all look like Vision. There's no Wanda. Mm-hmm. It's like Vision, 
and I had a vision it. wife and two vision kids. Okay, I haven't seen it. You haven't seen that comic no. yet? Wow. Um, I'll, I'll show you some some grabs of it. Uh, I feel like they kind of took that and then a little bit of House M shuffled the deck, and that's WandaVision. Hmm. You guys can't yeah. see my hand gestures because this is radio, but... Uh, it's very Scarlet Witchy. Yeah, it was very Scarlet Witchy. And I was kind of doing that on purpose, but I, it's all lost because it's um, you're not. I figured it. out though that all you need to do magic in the MCU is hand gestures. Mm -hmm. Like I loved Agatha's yeah. like transfiguration. I loved how very Harry Potter it got for a second. Yeah, because she was like because you know transfiguration, and she did a little hand gesture and turned it into a bird. Yes. Because she did the command word too. Doctor so Strange practically has to do interpretive dance <laughs> to, do, to do his magic. Like he's very, you're right. Yeah, very close, very arm gestures. Yeah. Symbols. Yes. Right. Like he has to basically create the symbols, but then all they have to do is pretend like they're a puppeteer or playing with a shitload of yo-yos on one hand. Right. You know, like well, it's like when you said when Agatha has the kids. And you needed Ultron there to say there ain't no strings on me. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, and this could be a thing. Piano. Right. This could be a thing with the Sorcerer Supremes though, and all the uh, and all the uh, acolytes. They're drawing energy from a particular domain. Yeah. Within the within the multiverse, that's how they explained it. The witches. What's up? Keep going. The witches, however, may not do that in like they may not have reference. They're just they're using ruins. And they're using other things, so they may be drawn from a particular power, but it may not be as, um, I don't know, as potent. Potent. Strong. Yeah, so it may not be. Yeah, because that's what I mean. Okay. You get what I'm saying? I'm, I'm trying to relay it, but I'm not not sure if I'm getting it across. Basically, Doctor Strange is focusing on a specific point to get his power. Did so he doesn't just draw it from one source; he can draw it from any multiversal source. Did anybody pay which attention is, to any of the shapes of those runes that she used? No. They were, they I was were, just thinking about that, but that's not what my big like. They were Nordic, went, I what? And I went, just go, keep no. going. If Agatha can taste the hex and the magic, mm -hmm. where the fuck is the Sorcerer Supreme? How is this shit getting by him? Well, again, Strange should have showed up, fucking immediately, going, "What's going on here?" Again, had he been the the, the first MCU uh, Sorcerer Supreme, that may be true. But he's still learning this as well, he goes. He still was able to pick up on Thor and Loki in about thirty seconds. Right, yeah. he, but he immediately was, yeah. showed up where Thor and Loki is. How is this shit getting by him? And let yeah, me just say, wonder, what yeah, he did to wonder. Loki was fucking hilarious. Oh, <laughs> I've been falling for thirty minutes. <laughs> been falling for thirty minutes. <laughs> well, you got also understand if, if Agatha picked up on this and there somebody else. Of greater power also should be picking up on this, and they could be who. This should be like a magic fucking Flare. lighthouse, yes. you know? Bing! Look yes. at me. Are Where the right? fuck is everybody? We've got more magic users than this. Well, even right. Wong should have been able to pick it up, right? And he's in New York. This is in New Jersey, right? It's right, <laughs> right the fuck there. The next door, yeah. But so, I mean, there's like I said, there's still plenty of things that they haven't explained. Actually, that explains it. No one from New York wants to go to New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you're right because even the police officers that live in 
right. West, uh, whatever. Westview. Uh, Westview said that it doesn't exist. Only we live in Eastview. <laughs> Right, they live in Eastern. <laughs> Even though the sign is right there, is it? No, it doesn't exist. <laughs> right. I did like how Agatha was very much like, you know, it took me years to get the simplest illusion. And you are conjuring illusions on autopilot miles outside of town. So we know that Wanda is a beast. But I knew Wanda was a beast because she's altered reality more more than one occasion. Oh, yeah. So, and like I said, when we were talking at dinner, the Phoenix Force is afraid of Wanda. Yeah, of course. So. The, the thing that tripped me out that made me know that Agatha was cold is when she said, when um, she was questioned by the Witch Council or by her mother, and, she, and she's like, I didn't break any of your rules. I just vented to my power. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> she cold-blooded. You're like, what a bitch. <laughs> I mean, good answer though, because <laughs> legit, I didn't break your fucking rules, but I, you know, they're they're pretty close. Like you put a little more pressure on them, they're gonna snap. Right? <laughs> oh man, I just I don't know where else to go, because I mean, right now we're like we're on the episode eight. Yeah. Uh, that came out yesterday. I did a third, so my days are off. Um, because I keep thinking today is Sunday, it is not a Saturday. Uh, we have a whole nother week, yeah, of just pure rampant speculation. Well, no, well, I can already tell you something that's not really speculation. Um, at the end of um, episode seven, when Vision was with Daisy, he Darcy, sorry, mm, Darcy. when he's with Darcy, he just like up and flew out of the and she's cab. like, I'll meet you there. So, we all we obviously know that. Vision's he's coming. going to save the kids. No, he's yeah. I knew he was so coming. Like, like the tar eighth episode, I was like, "What yeah. the fuck is Vision?" So Vision should have been. He's flying. He should have been there by now. So he's going to end up saving the kids, and then we're going to have all hell go loose. Um, so we're going to get this new. Witch. Well, <laughs> we're also going to get this and the sword spoilers invasion. for yes, right spoilers for you know anybody who hasn't watched this latest episode. I guess we should have thrown that out early on, but. We're going to have the <clears throat> soulless vision. Yes. The white vision. Mm-hmm. Right. The vision as he was intended. <laughs> right. And you and I had that conversation we before we started. That yes. I think that this vision is what Tony intended Ultron to be. A robot to point at a problem. Yeah. To point at a threat. And Hayward is pointing her, right, pointing vision How? right at Wanda. However, he also revived that vision with her chaos energy. Right. So he can't guarantee this thing can be controlled. True. What I and here is my prediction. This is my prediction. I will go on. I'm going to do a TikTok on it too. Um, I think that we're going to get a final battle of vision versus not vision. Mm. Wanda definitely Agatha mm. and Pietro and Spectrum gonna, oh Spectrum yeah I forgot well I mean cause well I think we're gonna go clashing with Pietro the, yeah I don't want that to happen cause like I said I want this to be Peter mm. like I want him to be Peter and I want him to be Quicksilver because they're hinting at he is yeah they're, they've not said it 
but they're hinting that he is Peter. Um, but I feel, I feel like this soulless vision, this white vision, is going to be a force to be reckoned with. And I'm thinking that of course he's, he's all everybody in there already. That, that's not in there. He's still outside the hex. I think once he steps into the hex, I think all hell is going to break loose. And I think it's going to take the combined efforts of all of them to beat him. Now, this is where I don't know what I want is what this is this is more of something I want to happen. I want Wanda's vision and this thing to merge and I want vision back. I Paul Bettany needs to be back. Yeah, it's it's funny because I was saying that too. I wanted from a pure standpoint of just enjoying the hell out of him, the work he's done, I want vision back. I mean, I the first thing I remember seeing Paul Bettany in was Chaucer yeah. in Knight's Tale, and he was um, he won me immediately right. with that role. And um, but I also I'm looking at it like this: <laughs> Wanda, Wanda's version of Vision is Vision's soul. Because remember when she was yeah. petting his head, she said, "I can't feel you anymore." And then we, you made the joke about well, put your hand down a little lower and you can feel him. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I knew what I knew what she was getting at. She can't. Right. He's not there. Yeah, he's. So yeah. she left, went to New Jersey to the house that he, the plot that he bought for them. Yeah. And had her breakdown, and resurrected Vision's soul because this Vision is Vision. Yeah. He is pure, even as he's figuring it out. He knows that these people are in pain. Hmm. He knows that there are things wrong. And when he gets out of the hex, he's screaming, save the people. Right. That's Vision's soul. But wouldn't that in essence be the Mind Stone? Maybe. But we have a body Hold on. coming into the hex. So yeah, I get, I get meat body. On. You right. know, you see where I'm saying. getting at. Yeah. But is that the sacrifice play? Uh, you would bring that in. It just—it's very Neo at the end of the third yeah. Matrix movie to me. No, it makes sense because technically, like I said, this is soul a soulless stone, vision. The soul stone cannot be held by an individual unless you sacrifice. So the soul stone technically can never be destroyed because if you give it a sacrifice, then you get the. Well, that's soul a, stone. that's not soul stone. That's the mind stone. You no, know I'm saying you're saying. You got the soul, and then you got the vision, and you just mentioned the sacrifice. If they yeah. if they do fight each other, one 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 dies. Is that like sacrificing something that you love to become? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it, it, that's this just is a just my theory. Right. This theory. is my theory. This is what I've been working on since this since I started watching WandaVision. How do we get I, Vision back I, proper? I, I think. And after I saw this white body, I went soul and body. Yeah. I, I definitely think the merger is going to happen, and I by always, our powers combined, right? <laughs> I, I always kind of thought there was going to be that merger after you see that they still have his body, mm -hmm. and especially when you find out that you know if he leaves the hex, he just starts coming apart. You know, it, part of me that wants Vision back in the MCU proper is there's also that part of me that feels like it would absolutely cheapen the entire show if he got Back. to make it 
back. It, just because of Wanda's character arc. It wouldn't make her deal with grief. No. Her grief. She wouldn't she, overcome her grief. She wouldn't grow from it. She wouldn't... She never has, though, in the comics. She never has grown from her grief. That's the problem. That's why she's bringing out great green worlds. That's why she's so mentally unstable. <laughs> <Yeah>. Exactly, but... <laughs> it. How they end this will be dependent on what her role in Doctor Strange 2 is. True. So, is she, like, because no matter what, her grief will never be satisfied. Let's just face it for what it is. If she loses vision again next week, then yeah, it's fucking over for her. The grief is never going to go away. She lost him three times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she killed him. Only for Thanos to bring him back and then for him to kill him. And then Pietro goes away again. She lost her brother again. She's going to have to relive all of her trauma in one fell swoop when this hex goes down. Yeah. There's no good This is way definitely... The hex is definitely her trying not to deal with it's, her trauma. It's her literally living in a bubble. Yeah. And Quite literally. Just in a hex-shaped bubble. And the thing is, like, this is one of the things that I thought was absolutely beautiful about the series, and so much that you it's find a, out in episode a eight. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's so much that you find out in episode eight, though, that absolutely drives it home is that, yeah, Wanda's grief created everything, and it wasn't intentional necessarily. Like, I don't think she ever meant for it to get that out of hand. And Lord knows how long she would have kept up the charade. Like, maybe she would have eventually got tired of her perfect Malcolm in the Middle, Brady Bunch, suburban life and kind of thrown it to the side and moved on. Well, I mean, even the dad Malcolm in the Middle went off to make meth, so... Right? <laughs> Witness protection program, all I guess, yeah. So, I mean, it, if she walks away with Vision then yes, it stabilizes everything. She'll be in Doctor Strange 2 as a force to help him kind of shut down the whole multiverse thing. But... Which will fail because It can also be... It's looking like my prediction that we're going to get Doctor Strange at the end of this isn't going to happen. Yeah, I don't think it is. Um, I mean, it could be an after-credits thing, though. Could be. It could be a post-credits scene. Um, I do know that Whoever this big cameo or big reveal is going to be next mo next week is going to be it's probably going to be one of the big tie-ins is how it moves forward. Mm -hmm. uh, but the next MCU proper movie we get is No Way Home. Yeah, that's right. And Tom Holland, you and your loose lips sold me. With the three different fucking titles, you asshole. Right. Only to find out that it's No Way Home. And I am so terrified of this movie. No Way Home scares the shit out of me. I feel like it is just completely fan-casted. And that doesn't always work. Because no. the fans don't know what works. But they are absolutely... Oh, shit. With with No Way Home, they are absolutely playing into the multiverse. Yeah, angle. exactly. The fact that Doctor Strange is in it, um, 
You know, like they're they're clearly Alfred Molina, Jamie Foxx, Tobey Maguire. Fuck, are we getting James Franco too? Uh, see, the funny thing is, I'm like, can we get Willem Dafoe? Because then we get our Norman Osborn. Yeah, but like I said, what if Al Pacino's Norman Osborn? Because I feel like Al Pacino could play Norman Osborn as the lead, the director of a clandestine evil organization like Hammer. Yeah, he very well could. <clears throat> I mean, but uh, I mean. There's also the rumors of Charlie Cox being in it as Daredevil and right. Tobe, yeah, well, we already mentioned Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield. Those those guys are still rumor at this time. They haven't yeah. officially confirmed because you know they're not going to <clears throat> until it comes out. You're right. No, it could be the worst kept secret. Isn't it a weird thing that anything Benedict Cumberbatch is in might be some of the worst kept secrets? No shit. Earth? Like he just and it's not his fault. No, it's just into darkness. Uh, Infinity. He was great in that. He was, but I mean, like the fact that he was con. Everybody was fucking ruined. knew he was going to be con. Yeah. And then uh, what? He was in Infinity War, and Mark Ruffalo and Tom Holland were also in Infinity War, and they gave away everything. Right. Uh, then there's Endgame. Of course, he was in that as well, and people gave shit away about that. Like, right. It, the I think this the is what happens when you can't pronounce the word penguin. Yeah. All I'm going to say is anything that has Benedict Cumberbatch in it potentially is going to be spoiled. Right. And it's not his fault. Like, easily, you could be like, well, that's Tom Holland and Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, but... <laughs> he wasn't the one that spilled the beans on Khan in no. the, Into Darkness. Nope. So, um... It was a pain Can we get Martin Freeman's agent, uh, whatever? Oh, yes, Everett. Or agent, is agent it Everett? Ross? Ross, Everett Ross. Yeah. Can we get Agent Everett Ross to say two words to, to Doctor Strange? I just want that. Yeah. I just, I want that. I mean, Bilbo talks to Smog. I want Agent Ross to talk to Doctor Strange. Holy shit, that's awesome. That would be perfect. Right? We get our Holmes, Watson, Smog, or sorry, Smaug, Frodo. Or not Frodo, God, Bilbo. Hey, when does Eternals come out, there? Huh? what? Eternals. I don't know. It's soon, actually. Because they keep saying that the next proper MCU movie is going to be Far From Home. See, proper. But I forgot all about the Eternals. I think a lot of people have, except for the fact that they turned a stand-up comedian into like somebody who looks like he could be a professional weightlifter now. I mean, Kumail, look, look, look what they did to Chris, P, uh, Chris uh, Pratt. That's true. I mean, he went from Fat Andy, who would eat 36 burgers in one set. Release date is November 5th. This year? Yep. 2021. And let's not forget, it's basically a Game of Thrones reunion, partly. With, uh, Isn't Jolie in it? Angelina, yes. Yeah. Just Athena. Really? Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. Jim Chan. I think it's funny that you have two Game of Thrones alum in there and one of the characters' names is Cersei. Well, I don't think Kit Harrington needs to be in it. I think he needs to be cut entirely nice. because of all the bullshit that he was throwing at Marvel just a few years ago. You know him with Black Knight? Wait, Harry, no. Harry Styles is going to be in it? Mm-hmm. Fuck. I think Kit Harrington needs to be fired from it. Because I don't think Kit Harrington should be able to say and do all the fucking shit that he did and then get a fucking part. I don't know. The fact that he got a part in it after trashing it kind of just means to me, it was kind of like watching uh, 
Mitt Romney have dinner with Donald Trump after the election in 2016 <laughs> because uh, I know what I, I don't know what Trump was eating, but Romney was definitely eating crow. <laughs> like I I feel like this is Kit Harrington's chance to eat crow because now he's in. I want, and, and if he is in it, he needs to die in the first like two minutes of the movie. I mean, he's Black Knight. They're not going to kill him. I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Anything they, I mean, it, the more characters they keep alive, the more they can potentially make series with. We're true. You know, and just milk that shit. Like, the only character in the MCU that's going to stay fucking dead is Yondu. Yeah, true. Or, it's sorry, the or the, the villains. The only hero that's going to stay dead is Yondu. Yeah. Which, that's the other thing. I, I, I don't know. I think you guys remember me saying this about WandaVision over text was like this is going to have probably a bigger emotional gut punch than Guardians of the Galaxy did when they killed him off that one hurt me I Michael Rooker just we're going to get him back not Yondu but uh, uh, James Gunn and he's going to be Savant yes and let's not forget either that the Guardians of the Galaxy have a holiday special coming. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Life day. Oh, mother <laughs> fuck. I had to. I had to mention it. I had oh, to. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just to watch Cody's forehead vein twitch when you say Life Day. <laughs> <laughs> so you're the one contributing to my aneurysm. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> life day. Oh, I'm going to have to watch it. Cause I, have, time, I know I've seen it, but I was a kid. Every time I hear holiday special, it just pisses me off for that reason. Right. Like, it, there's never anything good that comes from a holiday special. It's like, why are you wanting to give a holiday special Is James Gunn filming three? Because we yet. said something about how, like... All of the Guardians have been spotted in Australia or whatever. No, they've been spotted for Thor 4. Oh, Thor 4, okay. Yeah, so, and that's Taika. That's, yeah, Taika yeah. Waititi. Taika, you're amazing. Yes, thank you, you for... amazing bastard. Thank you for keeping Chris Hemsworth in the MCU, Thank the you way. for keeping Chris Hemsworth in the, in the MCU. Thank you for what you've done with vampires. Oh, God, yeah. Um, and uh, Jojo I not, Rabbit. I haven't seen Jojo Rabbit yet, but... <laughs> I love that Tyka plays Hitler. <laughs> right? Especially the fact that he's like, I think he's half Jewish. So oh, that's amazing. It's He is a Maori and Jewish descent, if I recall correctly. Well, you know that the, one of the big conspiracies is that Hitler himself was Jewish. Right. Which is funny to me, like, just the fact that, because uh, they asked him, why did you play Hitler and didn't have, like, some other actor do it. And he's just like, you know, there weren't a whole lot of people lining up to play Hitler. <laughs> Imagine that. Right? I mean, the producers, I'm sure they had a hard time trying to find their Hitler. <laughs> Heil me! Sorry. Right? <laughs> and it kind of, like, his Hitler kind of was a little bit of that producer's oh, version yeah. of, like, just huge douche. <laughs> um. Oh shit! Um, God damn, I don't know. We've I, done rampant speculation. We've kind of run through the series. Yeah, it's funny. There's not a whole lot to talk about with the series because it's basically the first three episodes were Dick Van Dyke, like Dick it, Van Dyke, Bewitched, Brady Bunch, hijinksy one-offs. Yeah, but then you get into the mystery by episode four. Yeah, and we start and actually then, getting to the plot. 
Right, but basically, all you have to do is talk about Agatha showing up as a witch who is Agatha fully... Harkness. I've had the biggest forehead smack moment of my life when she went, "I'm Agatha Harkness." I went, "Agnes, Agatha, I'm fucking stupid." Like I don't know why I didn't see that coming. I was just like, "Oh, you idiot! Why'd you miss that?" I mean, she but, was she was the only one who wasn't on old Jimmy Woo's vision board there at the yeah. Yeah, I kept noticing they, that, that Jimmy Woo's missing person who is in witness protection. Who is that? Mm. That is a question we have not had answered. I am still saying it is the blonde woman. It's possible. The blonde woman. The or maybe it's the, the, the black dude neighbor. It might be him. That's possible, too. Oh, could. Well, he didn't, because he, he put him on the board, didn't he? And he didn't seem to... No, yeah, we didn't get that. Yeah, he would have been on the board. But then again, I mentioned earlier, there's something about him because Agatha had to use her power so she he wouldn't spoil something that she didn't want revealed yet. Yeah. On him for whatever reasons, because you notice that when when Vision and him were talking, or Vision her and him were talking, she was she was there and he was there and they were both talking like they had full you know consciousness of what was going on. Yeah, right. but if she can snap people in and out <clears throat> like Vision can. Do you yeah. think maybe that was a temporary thing? Because she's trying to get to the citizens of Westview to figure out what they know about Wanda. Possible. Maybe. I don't know. Like it, Again. Well, she's definitely trying to figure out how Wanda's doing what Wanda's doing. Yeah. Um, and I think once she she realizes at the end of that episode 8 that Wanda is the Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Um, I did like the, the, the costume. Yeah. In the in the Halloween episode, I'm going to say the Halloween episode is probably my favorite episode so far. Yep. Um, it was fun. It was hijinksy, and we got a lot of plot points in it. Um, we also get our Pietro, Pietro. We get all kinds of stuff, but we get all the cheesy, campy superhero outfits from the comics. Yep. And Wanda's excuse: I'm a la- I'm a Sokovian fortune teller. There you go. And I'm like, all right, all right, I buy it. All right. Well played. So, well played, Disney. Well played. I think when it comes down to one of my scenes that I liked um, was dealing with Darcy. And it's, um, you all know that she comes in now as a badass doctor, smartest person in the room, mm-hmm. except when it comes to Hayward. Because she's explaining everything, and Hayward's like, oh, oh yeah, I understand what you're talking about. And he breaks it down, what she was talking about, dealing with the, um, the, back, the, the radiation mm-hmm. and stuff. He knew exactly what it was. Yeah, that's kind of weird. So, that was my biggest... That's the biggest thing I caught up on. I was like, okay, something, something else going on with this dude because he knows of it too much. I know Monica he's director knew, of Monica sorts, knew him before, though. Yes. Before he knew the a version of him before. See, that's... And that's where that squirrel thing comes right? into play. That's the, the squirrels part of would me, know that, too. That's the part of me that, that fucks with me because I'm just like, they could be, one of them could be a squirrel. So, like, this is what I got watching episode no, so, 8, okay? Like, yeah. We have some of the most advanced technology we've seen on screen, which is vision. We saw vision in pieces. Alright, so we have high science right there. With Agatha, we've got high magic. We're combining the two kind of like how Iron Man used to. Because Iron Man was always science versus uh, magic. Yeah. Science and tech versus magic. Even though you come to find out Mandarin shit isn't actually magic; it's technology. It's technology. But yeah. it was always that's how it was always started. Was like, have you seen the animated Iron Man movie? Yeah, too. it's real good. Where that is actual magic versus yeah. science. It's yeah. really yeah. kind of like the essence of Iron Man right there. 
I kind of got that feeling here. <clears throat> and then we throw in the scrolls, and by God, if they didn't turn the MCU into Marvel proper. Yeah, I mean, no, the scrolls <laughs> would totally work because, as you know, the... Um, the Secret Invasion's coming. And let's... We and know also, it's coming. also, Captain Marvel introduced them, too. Um, yeah. You know, so, yeah, no, the scrolls would be perfect. It would make sense that, to be honest, it would be funny if they're doing a reverse Marvel situation. Because you remember, Marvel before um, Captain Marvel mm. came to play, was posing as a, as a scroll scientist on Earth to figure out whether or not they wanted to take over Earth or destroy Earth. Yeah. yeah. And so it could be fun if they're doing a reverse that since they got everything all out of place anyways. Mm. Let's have this scroll here. But we've also got a Nick Fury on a scroll ship <laughs> in outer space, mm-hmm. which right. is very original sin feeling. Mm-hmm. So, like, have you read Original Sin? Yeah. Do you know anything about Original Sin? Biblically, Nick, <laughs> <laughs> Nick Fury kills Uatu the Watcher. Yeah. Oh, steals damn. one of his eyes, which is supposed to make let be allow you to see everything, uh-huh. anything, and everything. All right. Well, you come to find out in the Original Sin comic. That every Nick Fury we have ever seen is basically a LMD, huh. and the real Nick Fury hasn't been on Earth in decades. No oh, shit. And the real Nick Fury is the one that killed Uatu. Nick Fury being on that scroll ship at the end of Spider-Man felt very original sin to me. I was just like, mm, is that? Do okay. we? Is that? What are we? You know, I was very like, why is he on a scroll ship? You know, the scrolls are not good guys. Because part of my thing was, uh, it would make sense for a scroll to me because, for one, we all know vibranium came from space mm-hmm. because they stayed it in Black Panther. Yeah, uh, which means the scrolls might know how to work with it already. Right. And deconstructing Vision's body as efficiently as they did implies a little bit of knowledge of vibranium that people outside of Wakanda shouldn't have. That was one of my big things, is like, they were really taking him apart yeah. really easily. And, and even Hayward said, you know how many times I've taken him apart and put him back together? Yeah. What the fuck? And like, then, the fact that you did it once in either direction is amazing. Yeah. Like... And then... I forgot where I was going with that. I mean, clearly it shows some otherworldly knowledge. Number two, if they have reconstructed Vision and reactivated him then it's a super weapon. Mm-hmm. It's literally their end-all be-all. Well, it's like what RBG and I were talking about, how like I'm pretty sure that that is what Tony meant Ultron to be. Yeah, except it's not going to be, though, with Hayward. No, because like, Hayward has if, an if agenda. He's, yeah, if, he's, if he turns out to be a scroll, then... We clearly know that they're in the What's upper the echelons. Yeah, we clearly know they're in the upper echelons. We clearly know that they're trying to manipulate shit behind the scenes. Right. To what end? We'll find out in Secret Wars coming to you and whatever the fuck. But is that is that a series? Yeah. Okay. Um, now so, I wonder which Secret Wars we're gonna get. Well, because there are three. There's the, the original is, where we got Black Suit Spider Man and all the weirdness that happened on the weird planet. There's the second one, which was basically just a CIA-backed operation to take out the new dictator of Latveria that they put into power after they dethroned Doom. And then there's the third one where Doctor Doom basically does the original Secret Wars just with our planet. 
Yeah, I would say, why would you ever dethrone Doom? Uh, like, I mean, I know he's a dickhead, but at the same time, if you just let him hang out in Latveria, he seems to be relatively harmless. Yeah, I mean, his, his people love him. There's peace. There's hardly any crime. There's no pollution. Right. You know, like, there's no crime. Like, there's no crime. Yeah. Everybody's safe in he's, Latveria. Like, they know, and they know that when they go to other countries, nobody's going to fuck with them because they're from Latveria. Because if Doom finds out that something happened to a Latverian citizen, it's declaring war on Latveria and yeah. Doom's going to come in. They don't want that. So And he's a one-man wrecking crew. He is. Yeah, so, he really is. And not to mention, like, it, the whole no pollution thing, though, is a given. It's right. very green. <laughs> Uh, I like. Uh, did you ever see any of the twenty ninety nine Dooms? No. That uh, was one of the better comics of the twenty ninety nine runs, like Doom and um, Spider Man were probably like the only really saving graces. Like even the twenty ninety nine Punisher, and the X Men were awful. Yeah. That that X twenty ninety nine X Men comic was terrible. Um, the Punisher was okay, but that was about as far as they got. Uh, but Doom. It wasn't like a clone or a time displacement. He was just Doom. Hmm. It was the original Doom, Victor Von Doom. And he just was in 2099 for some reason. So, I don't know. It was really interesting. <laughs> so Sorry, I was reading this. This is good. <clears throat> Black Panther? Oh, yeah. This King of Black? Uh-huh. No ice. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, uh, what are we running? This might be a short one. 150. Uh, yeah, it's probably just be a short yeah. one because so, I, I gotta get cause I gotta work at six in the morning. Yeah, I, so so I mean that's I mean we kind of talked about what all we it is. Hit everything because oddly enough, there's a lot in the show, but there's not much to unpack. Right, like the, it unpacks it for you. Yeah, like, really especially does. with it's, that last episode. It's extremely efficient, and I can't wait to see the all-out brawl that next week's gonna be. Like well, I said, there's I mean, gonna be blood. But I am. There will be blood. Well, I mean, like I'm saying, we we've got. Hayward Wilder. Let's just Daniel Day Lewis. That's the cameo. Daniel Day. Oh shit! Fuck yeah! Because there will be blood. There will be blood. And we'll drink your milkshake. I just that we unpacked that all everybody that's in the hex right now and the people that are the one that's coming. At least one that's coming, because we know that vision, that white, evil-looking vision is coming. Well, no, that, I, and I, I appreciate Marvel for that. I didn't mention this. I'm going to let you get back to yours, but thank you, Marvel. Thank you, Disney, for giving a shout-out to old-school West Coast um, Vision, because that, that was who that was, West Coast Vision. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I forgot all about that, too. Um, but this is just the list. So we've got Wanda yeah. in the hex. We have Wanda, Agnes... Fake trio, fake trio, Peter. Yeah. I was going to keep trying to Peter. say what Agatha said. Pietro. Pietro. Fake trio. Fake Pietro. 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 Uh, so, Wanda, Agatha, Pietro, Vision, uh, at least the one we have in the hex, um, Monica. Hmm. And yeah. then we've got the evil Vision coming. I have a feeling Hayward's going to make it in there. Oh, it's gonna. There's gonna be an army of sword soldiers. I'm sure. Yeah, this is gonna be an all-out knockdown, drag-out battle. And if it's not a battle royale, what the fuck? How can you have a climax and not have like a big, huge, fucking, basically war-like battle? And I'm hoping that it'll be better than the Civil War fight. You know, when it was literally supposed to be hundreds of heroes on both sides, and we got it boiled down to six right. on each side. So I mean. 
I still appreciated that because Paul Rudd is a national treasure. <laughs> <laughs> My old roommate begs to differ. He hates Paul Rudd. Hey, he is, won't use Ant Man in Strike Force because he looks too much like Paul Rudd. It's funny because as soon as he does that, if you watch Cinema Sins, huh. uh, whenever they do the one for Civil War, whenever Paul Rudd goes into Goliath and does that laugh when he grabs Rhodey, they're like, "We're knocking three sins off because Paul Rudd is a goddamn national treasure." And this, <laughs> and this was amazing. And like, a vampire, and he's got to be a vampire. Oh God, yeah. He looks the same as he did when he was in fucking Clueless. He looks the same as he did when he was in that old, like, 1990s SNES commercial. Oh, shit, he does. Yeah. Just different hair length. Honestly, Chris <clears throat> Evans looks the same as he does on the fucking Date Me game. The Oh, my God, I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah. He was Lucas, which Ouch. makes it hilarious because he was Lucas Lee yeah. in Scott Pilgrim. Uh, let's just use a Lucas Lee quote over here real quick, then. That's actually hilarious. <laughs> oh, that movie. You're going to make me watch that again. Oh, yeah. I hate Michael Sarah. I love, love Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, Edgar Wright. I'll Ed, watch it's it. got to be Edgar Wright. I will watch anything that man does because right. the level of detail and shit he puts in it. Um, between between Scott Pilgrim and Baby Driver, those are probably two of like my Edgar favorite. Wright did Baby Driver? Yes, he I did. I haven't seen that yet. I oh didn't know God. that, but now I will give it watch, a shot. Watch Baby Driver because I'm pretty sure there's an entire shootout set to, I think it's tequila, <laughs> where the gunshots match the beat. Ha! It's fucking perfect. The sound mixer on that movie deserves so much credit. Yes, <laughs> like it, not maybe not even an award, but like an extra couple million dollars. No right. Like uh, you know, an award, yes, but award season's already passed. I mean, when you that. win an Oscar, don't that doesn't that drive your bottom line up? Better. Like I'm pretty sure, like you go from Oscar nominee to Oscar winning. I'm pretty sure you get a couple extra zeros on your paycheck. Yeah, it works for Jennifer Lawrence, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean she's <laughs> done it what nine times now. <laughs> she, if not, she will. Right. Uh, you know, and then you got people like uh, was it Peter uh, Peter Fonda who didn't get it until he almost died. Yeah. So. <laughs> Even though, like, they have legendary performances, people, yeah. Yeah, like, he didn't get a fucking Oscar until he was almost dead. Yeah. So, oh well. Anyway, we, uh, we rapping? Yeah, I think right, so. rapping. RBG, what you got, my dude? Miracles, man, miracles. That's what I'm putting in my hand right now. <laughs> wow. Yeah, miracles Miracles. 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 Well, on that note, fellas. Ay, <laughs> uh, Jesus. This is right in the nerds, and this was also WandaVision. WandaVision. Yeah. This is our WandaVision. We'll have to we might have to do like a little brief follow-up. Yeah. After the final episode. Right. Because I mean there's rampant speculation. I'm like they're doing like I've noticed that people on TikTok, like the people that I follow for fan theories and shit, they're doing these things where they do Predictions the day before, so like on Thursday they do like a prediction video, and then they duet it and see how many they got right. Yeah. yeah. And so I think I might do that. I might throw out a couple predictions yeah. on a video and then duet it the next day this. after I watch One Division. I just hope this One Division will be an hour amongst like yeah. thirty plus minutes. Yeah, I feel I like they have to. I think it's supposed to be like an hour and a half. Yeah, well, that good. and it's that'll be a good wrap up. Nine episodes for a series yeah. is weird. I got I. 
Yeah. Like, I feel like the final episode's got to be at least double length to make up for the missing 10th episode. All I know is, if next week's episode gets really emotional makes me teary-eyed, then <laughs> Mandalorian and fucking WandaVision owe me for making me feel just like... Feel emotions. For making me feel things. <laughs> Damn you for making me feel things like Pixar! Because at the end of the Mandalorian Season 2, they got me. And then... You know, if the if next week gets me, I'm, I'm just I'm gonna boycott until the next series comes out, which is in March. Yep. Which like WandaVision's gonna wrap, and then like a couple weeks later, we're gonna get Falcon Winter Soldier, so that's, yeah. which I'm stupid excited yeah, about. Which, like I said, I'm gonna boycott until that next series comes out, but I'll hold fast until then. <laughs> All four days. <laughs> and guys, right. you may or may not be Henry VG in the future. Cast. Yes, we have We're working on that. Uh, we ABG. have some sad news. We'll RBG be, is leaving <laughs> us. We'll be working extremely hard to make sure it's not the last. We've got to figure out some technical issues. Or yeah. Not issues. We've got to figure out the technology because I'm kind of dumb when it comes to technology. I'm just figuring out TikTok. It's been around forever now. So, um, and I'm loving the fuck out of it because I'm having a blast doing TikToks. But, uh, yeah, we got to figure out how to voice cat, like how to Skype him in or something because RBG is moving to Florida. Uh, I know he's excited. We are sad. All right. So it's that bombastic voice, the very good bass. Just you don't know. He's he's the moral center of our show. Florida is <laughs> about to become a better place until, if climate change uh, predictions are accurate, until Florida sinks back into the sea, and then we'll probably have him back later. Right. I mean, watch out for the meth gators. I mean, don't you don't want to mess with the meth gators, man. Uh, and uh, just just lock your doors at night and just keep keep the crazy out. Just crazy. Yeah. I mean, I I don't know how true it is, but I don't. Google Florida man and your birthday, and you'll find a fucking day. You'll find something crazy. <laughs> so, all right, I am Kegger. Ray B G. And Cody. <laughs> he didn't get the middle this time. <laughs> peace. This is right in the nerds, and in Micah's, in Micah, because Micah's not here tonight. No. Peace.